that again, we just say thank you. Thank you for, uh, just thank you for grace. Thank you for this time and space. Thank you for these, my brothers and sisters, your sons and daughters, Father, that we've come one more time to worship you. Father, I just, I, I, I thank you for the praise team. I thank you for um, the those that serve in Children's Church. Father, that they don't even get the benefit of this assembly right now, but they're serving you as they minister to your children. Father, just thank you. Thank you. Now be with us. Let everything that we say and do bring you glory, honor, and praise. And it's in the name of your Son, my Savior, the Christ, we ask it all. Let every heart say, Amen. Amen. Again, thank you so much, Sister Jones. Uh, uh, you're just incredible in the song selections and the, even in the background music. I'm listening. And thank you, Sister Jones. Thank, thank you so very much. And Calvin, you always, you always, you know, you're the, uh, uh, you're the, I'll say, I'm thinking of the, uh, what's a good bass player? What's a, Marcus Miller. Yeah, you're the Marcus Miller of City Church. So, uh, but, but, but today, I gotta give a shout out to, to, to my boy, Josh. Translated means just that. 
stabbed, pricked, gouged, uh, as to cause pain. They were given uh, what we would call a theological dressing down. They were presented with, you want to know what the gospel is? This, my friends, is the gospel. This is the good news. Let me break it down. What you're seeing, what you're seeing, all of the behavior, the associated behavior, the speaking in languages, the word theirs, uh, all of that, I'm breaking it down. This is the gospel. Prick to their heart. No, no shade on Sister Jones, but no, no, no music was played in the background. No, no, you know, you know the, the, the tune of just, just as I am, you know, it none of that. The word. Just the word. Just the word. We, 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 I don't know, at some point, I, I don't know, and I don't think it's just this 2023. I, I think somewhere along the line in our Christian evolution, if you will, we, we miss the, the necessity, the requirement, the, the not even, it, it is, it is the, the essential nature of what it means to be born again. It's, it's, it's not emotional. It's not emotional. And too often we will substitute emotion for, I've been gouged to my heart. You've presented the gospel. I understand it. And it has done what it was supposed to do. You've heard me say it before. I'll say it again. Um, the gospel speaks for itself. And we are responsible for one important thing is to present it and in our presentation we present it accurately. Not what I think, not what I would like it to say, not what's culturally current, none of that. This is the gospel and I'm presenting it just the way, well, you know, it was written two millennia ago. Okay, okay. This is the gospel. This is what it says. It's, you remember when we were marching through 1 Corinthians, Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, he didn't pull any punches, and he was talking about where I live, where you live, where you live. He was talking about where you live. And he said, y'all are just trying to be so friendly with one another, you can let anything go. You don't let anything go. You got you got stepson sleeping with your mama, and it is just like, what in the world? What's going on here? What is going on here? He's like, this is not good. That's what Paul said. It wasn't good two thousand years ago. It's still not good. Okay. I don't care. It doesn't matter how much we wanted to. To it's not that serious. It's not. This is the gospel. This is what it says. This is what it says. I keep reminding you, you deal with the text. You deal with the text. We can't save ourselves, so it's certain we can't save others. It's the text that saves. It's the gospel that saves. 
here through observation, fancy word, and explication, those that were there were drawn to ask the question that was good 2,000 years ago and it's good today. What do I have to do? What do I have to do? Uh, so, it begs the question, you know, there's always a question. When is conversion conversion? We never thought that, huh? You should have thought that. When is conversion conversion? Well, let me give you Mark's answer. I don't know. And neither do you. Uh, who knows? See, see, we can't even bamboozle ourselves into thinking, oh, well, yeah, I, I've accepted Christ, but there's no before or after that's demonstrably different, observable by any means. It's like, well, I'm just rolling along. I, you know, I signed on the dotted line. I, I joined. I, you know, I'm, I'm a regular giver. I, I show up. I do uh, uh, end of summer music fun fest. I, I, do, I give up my time. When is conversion? Conversion. Yeah, some believe that conversion occurs when you join a community of faith. As we march through the Acts of the Apostles, it's going to be very clear at some point there has to be a response to the question as, as kind of like Pilate, not kind of, it's like Pilate said to the people in Matthew 27, 27, what do you do with this Jesus? What do you do? He, he's right here. You get to make the call. What do you do with Jesus who is called the Christ? Um, find it interesting. I, I shared with, uh, we had a uh, deacon's uh, gathering this morning. I thank God for you all that are called to, to be part of the diaconate. Uh, that after Paul, excuse me, Peter, uh, concluded his theological breakdown, he didn't have to open the doors of the church, so to speak. Will there be one? Will there be one? And again, I'm trying to drive home a point. Sometimes we need training this. Will there be one? But the word was preached. And they were convicted and asked. These are, this is my translation. Don't leave me hanging. Don't leave me hanging. You just, you just undressed me theologically. You gave me a, a, a gut punch. My very soul is ripped out. You seen that movie? Uh, what was it? It was a uh, I think it was a Star Wars. Ripped the heart out of the guy, and then presented it still beating. He's like Indiana Jones. Thank you. That's what, that's essentially, that's what happened. And presented it to him. And they said, don't leave me hanging. So Peter responds. Repent and be baptized. 
one of you, in the name of, on the authority of, by the power of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. I like how the message version reads. Peter said it this way. It's very plain. I love it. Change your life. Age five to 
At some point, you have to recognize that I'm in deep trouble. I'm in deep trouble. You're a PK. Weren't you always exposed to religion and Christianity? Absolutely. I didn't know anything else. I went in the water, baptized at age eight, in a doughboy pool in Fresno, and it was cold, and I didn't understand it. But at age 16, again, it is, the, the parallels are wonderful. Uh, it, 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 at a, in the back of a community of faith, a church building on Del Paso Boulevard, 1975, 74, something like that. Whatever age 16 from 58, you do the math. Uh, the Holy Spirit was moved throughout the assembly. And folks were worshiping, praising God. And this church mother got my face. She said this. Your father's a holy man. Your mother's a holy woman. But you need to see God for yourself. Your father's a holy man. Your mother's a holy man, a holy woman. But you need to see, know, and accept God for you. I was age 16. I understood the drill. I understood. I understood. I understood. I understood. This is my words. I'm sorry. God. I'm sorry. What did you do? Did you kill somebody? No. nailing his, his wrist to the cross. None of you would have done that. I'd have been there. Some of us do it without doing it. I'm just saying. All I'm saying, God, I am sorry. Forgive these 16 years of my life. Come into my life. No one was coaching me. This was this was that heart ripped out, presented to you. Do you see you at age 16? Do you know who you are? I'm a pretty good guy. I teach Sunday school. I get you know, all little kids group. I, I, I do nice things. Nice enough. To be destined for hell. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I know this is so heavy duty. It's, it's, it is what it is. With many other words, he warned them. He pleaded with them. I love that. Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Could have written that today. Uh, those who, accept, those who accepted his message were baptized. About 3,000 were added to their number that day. Shared earlier, I 
which I promise I am. Uh, let's not be confused about our purpose. Let's not be confused about our purpose. Please don't be confused about our purpose. We have relationships with so many organizations that that are uh, want to be affiliated with us, are affiliated with us, and it's almost like Simon, if we're, if we're not careful, it's like, I want to buy what you got. It's like, that's not how it works. That, that, that's not how it works. But how it does work is if we keep in mind and always have at the forefront of our, our knowledge, our, our, our thinking, the reason we do a harvest festival is so that someone will see in us Jesus Christ and say, I want what you got. The reason you go to your job, I know I go to my job because I got you know, I got bills to pay. And, and that really that is largely where a lot of folks confessing Christians, that is that is their thinking. I go there because I need a check, because I have to provide for my family, because a man who doesn't provide for his family is worse than an infidel. We can we can we can twist and, and whatever. The reason you go to your job is to give glory and honor to God. And if you don't, you need to rethink your relationship. When I was working for an organization in the Bay Area, getting up early in the morning, 5 a.m., don't mind, oh, I'm so tired, Pastor. I'm just so 5 a.m., driving from here to Oakland every day, back and forth. And then, yeah, I was in charge of design and construction for hospitals. That was my job. They paid. They paid well. I spent more time ministering to folks than designing hospitals, trust me. Yes, yes, yes. We need to recognize what we say, who, who we say we're attached to. We need to recognize, is it the truth? Or am I, or is again, as I like to use as an analogy, Jesus is, uh, you know, my relationship with God, it's, it's, it's like, the, the, the condiments to my steak. I made the reservation. I bought the steak. But I don't want A1. I'll take Jesus. And I'll, and I'll pour a little bit of that on my steak of life. Oh, I would never do that. That's so sacrilegious. Oh, yeah. Okay. If you can't connect the dots on what it is you're doing, both inside and out of the walls of this building, you need to read evaluate what it is you do. Not that you necessarily need to quit what you're doing. Devote yourself to a life of uh, uh, isolation or service in Haiti. or That's wonderful for those that are called to do that. But for 99% of us, folks are called to be a light and a witness on Stockton Boulevard. To folks that think they're coming for a hamburger, and we can present them Christ, and they don't even know it. See, and that that takes away a, a whole lot of pressure. Well, God, if you called me to this job, this enterprise, this relationship, this whatever, then I'm going to do what you called me to do. But the success or failure of said relationship, enterprise, or endeavor, that's you. 
I've said it before, and I, I, it's, it's my second time I'm saying it now. Um, I've said it to God many times, and He loves me. Sister Jones, He loves me. God, this is a high wire act. You called us to this. You called us to this. I'm being obedient as best I know how. If I fall off this tightrope, I'm going to die. And it won't look good for you. It's a funny thing how God continues no debt, no balance beam, no nothing. God continues to provide on the daily. And John King still receives my phone calls, so I just I know I'm in good shape. <laughs> About 3,000 people gave their life to Christ. 3,000 people. Probably didn't count women and children. 3,000 people. Didn't have music, no smoke, no lights, no monitor, nothing. 3,000 people gave their lives to Christ. So again, the question is uh, on the table. It's for you to answer. That's your homework. That's your homework. What will you do with Christ? You, you have to answer it. Um, and here's the invitation. Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. We have baptism for those who haven't been baptized who, in a few seconds, we're going to give you that opportunity to, to say yes. Uh, we have baptism, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. You know, I, I haven't been baptized. I want to be baptized. But not as a prophylactic to whatever world ailments might come, but as a reflection of the transformation that has taken place in my life. Well, I'm not sure there has been a transformation taking place in my life. As we're standing now, let's stand. If you have not, if you have not, you never, you never, you never, it's like, you know, I've been, I've been doing this for a long time. I have never really gotten to the point of having to reconcile what I must do with Christ. I haven't, I haven't done that. This is your chance right now. If you don't know Christ and a part of your sin, all you have to do is just raise your hand. That's all you do. We got new cards that says I raised my hand. Uh, if you don't, if you have not accepted Christ, if you have not accepted
Thank you. 